Linda, can you share with us why the emphasis on sexual addiction in your counseling practice over the last decade? Sure, I'd love to. Well, yeah, it's probably been 10 years for sure, maybe more. But um, I I started to notice that a lot of um, my clients coming in to see me in my private practice were mostly women that were really suffering um, from a very specific type of infidelity. And it wasn't the, the uh, kind of infidelity that we're all used to, which you know is a physical relationship, a sexual relationship with another person. But they were coming in with the shock and trauma of realizing that their husband was actually using his iPhone to access pornography. And so since the iPhone has become so popular, every single person now has an iPhone almost in their pocket, the porn store is 100% accessible. And that right there has been just an exponential explosion of pornography. So that's what I started to notice about 10 years ago. So uh, also, um, as you said, my husband, not no longer with us with the Lord and I also have two sons who are both in their well actually my youngest son is going to be 40 on the 24th and my older son is 43 and uh, so I really had a great concern for my own family my own children so that's what started um, this path of going more specifically into sexual addiction can you share with us some of the current stats that you're, you've you know, learned and that are surrounding this issue? Yes, I'd certainly be happy to. So I just uh, printed out some very recent stats on sexual addiction, and you might be surprised to hear that um, there is nearly 12 to 30 million Americans that are addict- addicted to sexual addiction now that when i when i read that stat myself yeah i that broke my heart it really broke my heart and you know one of the other myths is this is a myth only men become sexual addicts well Mm. it's not true anymore as again with the iphone more and more women are becoming addicted to pornography also and um and and it's in the church it's very heavily in the church so uh, this isn't just, you know, an, unbeli- an unbeliever's uh, experience. It's, it's becoming something that more and more Christians are really starting to struggle with. Yeah. Thank you for addressing that reality. And I think that's where the conversation begins, right? Yeah. With a complete honesty that it doesn't yeah. matter who you are where what community you're involved in you know what you're leading you know it's it's just an issue it really and it's a humanity you know we're human we have a flesh and we have desires and we have all this access to things at our fingertips and so i love that you shared those statistics i don't love the statistics but i love that this is this this is the starting place we have to be honest and address what's really happening yes around us so 
So can you share with us a little bit about, I know this is all of these things that we're discussing today. We could talk for hours yep. about each one of them. <laughs> yeah. And we, you know, we're kind of just touching the surface with this session for Stimulate, which is why I'm thankful that we will be continuing the conversation, you know, after this session with women who will want to to continue it and to, you know, make space for the conversation. So we'll talk more about that later. But where does sexual addiction begin? If, you know, you can answer that question. It's a big one. <laughs> yes, it is a big one. Um, you know, first of all, we have to define what addiction is. Mm. And uh, so it, addiction, addiction is something that um, well, it's got several characteristics. And one of the uh, characteristics is that there is a craving. And that craving uh, creates such an incredible drive in us that that craving will be fulfilled at all costs. And for a lot of people, the cost is their marriage. It's their integrity. It's, you know, it's, it's their finances. Uh, and that's one of the, the main characteristics of addiction is the craving and, and the um, behavior that goes with that. There is a cycle of addiction that we can talk about at some point, but um, addiction starts very, well, oftentimes sex addiction starts very young. And, um, you know, because we are sexual, we're a sexual person. God has made us that way. He's given us very specific anatomy to uh, have a healthy sexual life with our our partner, you know, in marriage. Uh, and th so that is not something that is shameful. But when when the um, behavior of our sexuality becomes something that is um, now going into a craving that is what is the sign that there's definitely a problem now i i don't know if i mentioned this to you but um there is ultrasounds of even babies in utero that are masturbating so this is something that is uh very very prevalent so right and so this sexuality itself is not shameful yeah it's it's when we start to go against our own values, against our own ethics, and against our own vows, um, you know, that we start to recognize that there is an issue. That's a really great point. I love that you said, um, you know, sexuality itself is not shameful. Yeah. Um, and I think we've talked about in our conversations as we prepared for today, just the idea of, um, these big shame issues and how the way that we learned or have seen others deal with those big shame issues is the way that we tend to deal with them ourselves. And right. if we haven't learned what to do, because we're all going to have shame, right? Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely. Um, so, and, and thinking about, you know, that oftentimes, sexual addiction begins early on uh, we've talked a little bit about the arousal template is that something that you mm -hmm. could just share a little bit about 
Sure, if you'd like me to do that, I'd be more than happy to. Okay. Uh, So the arousal template and and, um, Sabbath, I hope that um, maybe we need to put a little bit of a disclaimer that, um, you know, I am going to use some language that might be difficult for some of your viewers, Mm -hmm. um, more sensitive. And um, I'll try to be as discreet as I can. But um, I hope that... You know, I hope that your viewers will will be able to tolerate this. Yeah. Um, so the arousal template is the very, very first time that um, a person experiences a sexual arousal, and that's usually very young. And so that very first time is called the template. So from then on, the very first time that we have felt any kind of arousal, that gets stamped on our brain. And from from that point going forward, our, the attraction that we feel for for another person is the template. That is the default. So from then on, if I if my very first arousal is um, from a babysitter, you know, when let's say that a babysitter uh, started playing doctor nurse with me, you know, at a at a young age, um, I I may always be attracted to. A doctor or a nurse or you know if I've been if I've been abused by uh, you know somebody older than me you know like as a, as a child um, if I if I'm nine ten years old and I'm I've been abused by an adult male um, I will that my template has been stamped right there and I will always be attracted to men that are older than me and for boys the same thing they'll always be attracted to women that are older than them or same sex Um, and so that arousal template is something that is very very important to um, when when people go into treatment it's it's really really liberating when they start to realize that this isn't something that they've done wrong they're not it's not something wrong with them it's the way that their brain is designed and there is a way to clean, clean, to cleanse the arousal template too, which we can go into at some point also. Yeah. I, I can imagine how freeing it would feel for somebody to think that they have done something wrong because they feel this way or this attraction or this That's desire. Right. And coming to the understanding of this happened at a time when you weren't necessarily in control of your thoughts or your actions but your brain was imprinted in this moment and so if we don't if we never understood what an arousal template was if we never had the opportunity to talk about the way that we're attracted what causes us to feel desire we'd never know that there's a reason and that even if we don't like that there's a way that it could be cleansed. That's huge.